1: Plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to LettermanRow.com. This is Bermanology. I am Jeremy Birmingham. Today, I'm joined by one of Ohio State's top targets in the class of 2023. Five star, in my opinion, wide receiver, Carnell Tate from the IMG Academy by way of Marist High School in Chicago, Illinois. Carnell has been one of the top targets for Ohio State in the class uh, since Brian Hartline had him on campus this past summer for a couple different uh, recruiting camps. And uh, I wanted to talk to him about that. His relationship with heartline where he sees his recruitment going from here let's get Carnell tate on the show and let's get to it as promised Carnell tate has joined us on the show second time on the show carnell for you and since the last time you were on burmanology with us here at letterman Rose, seems like your recruitment has sort of taken a lot of weird winding paths i mean you 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 had a moment where you were like i'm committing october 8th i know what i'm doing Decided, hey, maybe I want to take some more visits. You, you've done that. You went to Ohio State twice. You've been to Notre Dame again twice. I think there's an upcoming visit to Tennessee that's on the on the docket. Like, let's just start with that. What was it that made you ultimately say, hey, maybe I still need a little bit of time?
2: Uh, it was me that uh like the October eighth deadline that I was uh, hoping for. I was still going in hesitant, like not know uh not know what school I wanted. So I didn't have a school on my heart and I was still indecisive. So I was like, it's best for me to push things back so there won't be any decommitments.
1: Now, I guess that's the question a lot of people have. And this is sort of the, the issue when you have no bad choices, right? How, yeah. how do you ever get to a point where you know that a school is it? You know, because I mean, you've been to Ohio State four times in the last four months. You've been to Notre Dame that many times. How does it ever come to a day where you wake up and go, okay, now I'm completely over that one, and then this is it?
2: Oh, uh, so with me, like I know, like when uh, when the time comes, I set my day for a uh, commitment. I'll, I'll like turn my phone off for a week, and then from that week, it depends on like what school I wake up with on my mind, and then
1: that's my heart telling me to go there. No, I think that people look at your recruitment as a two team race, but it's not. I mean, it's we we can realistically, say Ohio State and Notre Dame are probably the top two. I don't think you'll argue that. But, you know, when you look at the rest of the schools you're still considering, who who are still on that list of places you're like, okay, I got to get to this place before I can feel comfortable making the decision?
2: Oh, definitely Tennessee, which I'm taking this weekend. And then Illinois, which I hopefully I'm able to drive up this week before I go back to Florida. Then Penn State, too.
1: You know, I think uh, people look at those schools. Penn State, uh, Penn State, is a little different than Tennessee and Illinois, which are kind of in rebuilding modes, new coaches in their first years. What is it that you've seen out of your home state, Illinois team, for example, with Brett Bielema, that's made you think, "Hey, I need to give them a real look."
2: Uh, I see Brett Bielema; he's winning big games, and then I know that he can win even more games. Uh, be a uh, more incredible as a team with uh, his own recruiting class. So, like, he, ha- he hasn't had a recruiting class yet. So, I know that with the uh, recruiting class he's bringing in, I know he's uh, looking to turn the program away and, and be consistent in their winning. You know,
1: Illinois is not a state where a lot of people link it as, like, you have Illinois pride for football, right? I mean, kids, oh, yeah. in, Ohio, kids in Ohio, it's like if you're from Ohio and you have an Ohio State offer, you're pretty much going to Ohio State. If you're from Georgia and Georgia offers, you're pretty much going to Georgia. Does oh, it yeah. matter to you as an Illinois kid, like to say, hey, maybe I could change this? Or maybe is that something that Brett Bielema and his staff are trying to change in Illinois?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like with Illinois, uh, the prior coaches have to have a strong relationship with the athletes from Illinois and Chicago, and they're trying to make up for their ground by uh, talking to us, building more relationship with that. And then they also tell me, like, I can be a, I can change the game around with the Chicago-Illinois connection that I can be the first and start the way for the upcoming classes. You
1: know, after your Penn State game visit, uh, when you came to Ohio State the night before Halloween, we talked, and you're talking about changing the game and, and not being the first because at Ohio State there's this idea that as a wide receiver you're just one of many, right? But as you watch the Buckeyes twice in the last four weeks in person, does it matter when when every receiver, like the top three receivers are getting 10 catches a game? Uh, it doesn't matter.
2: Like you can see, like now, like they still have projected two first round picks right now. And then next year, hopefully Jackson can go uh, first round. So like it doesn't really how much targets you get, as long as they're ready for the next level. Then you can see like what uh Terry McLaurin like he didn't catch uh, like 15, 20 balls a game, and he's still uh, dominating at the next level. So I don't think, like, that many um, targets count. It doesn't matter as long as you're producing what the targets you're getting and making plays.
1: I think Terry's career high for a season at Ohio State was, like, 34 catches, which people look at it and say, okay, you know, how, how does that translate to the NFL? But as you said, you're looking for development of the whole game, I don't know if you're one of these kids that when you're on a school visit, if you're on a campus visit, are you watching just your position group during the game? Are you watching what the receivers are doing every play? Are you watching the game in total? Are you watching Brian Hartline on the sideline? Like, where is your focus when you're in the crowd watching the game? I mean, my primarily
2: focus is like the receivers and uh, Brian Hartline. So I also tend to watch the other coaches because I know that I will not only be coached by Coach Hartline. I'll be coached by any other uh, coach. Like if wherever I go. So yeah, uh, paying attention to my uh, position group is important, but also paying attention to to the environment is more important.
1: You know, as you break down this decision and and whenever it comes, you know, you are in a position where Brian Hartline is sort of regarded as the the, the best receivers coach in the country. I think a lot of people would say that right now. He's certainly recruiting at a high level. What does it mean to you that, Like, it's pretty clear, Carnell, that you're like his guy in the class of 2023. Does it – does that elevate the way you view Ohio State in some way? Does that make you more interested knowing that, like, I don't think there's any real desire on their part to recruit anyone else until you make a decision?
2: Uh, It definitely makes me feel like uh, I'm wanted, uh, but it it doesn't, like, plan out – it isn't, like, too big on minds because I try to keep my options open and not uh, let that uh, play a factor in my recruitment. So,
1: yeah. How how glad were you to have a normal season this past year with IMG? I know your season just ended last weekend, but, you know, you guys, you got an opportunity to travel around the country and go to play big games. College coaches got to come see you on the sidelines. Like, how neat was that for you after what you experienced, you know, your sophomore year at Marist?
2: I always great showcasing my talent being to show I could dominate. Uh, with a high level competition. So it was great getting back there on the field because I didn't have my sophomore year. So it meant a lot to me to be able to play a season.
1: Well, with IMG, obviously that's a big decision. We talked, you know, the first time you were on the show and that's really when you were making the decision to go there. What did you gain from that experience in your first year at IMG? Technique, awareness, everything, playmaking skills. Like we uh,
2: compete day in and day out with uh, top talent. Like you got Kamari, Daylin to like you got incredible people over there, that's making you work and everything. Oh, you earn, not give anything. To them. You got to work for anything and everything. So yeah, that helps. That has helped me a lot.
1: Last week on the show, I had Jonell uh, Aguero uh, as our guest on verminology and he just left IMG to go back home to Massachusetts because he wanted to make sure he he played his senior season in front of his family, so his younger brother could watch him play and that kind of stuff. How much harder was going away to school for you than you imagined?
2: Oh, very hard. Like, when I got down there, I was fine with it. But, as like, as time went past, I noticed, like, I was away from home. It was tough not seeing it my family every day, not having them at every game. And it was tough uh, just, like, not living in a house in general. Like,
1: you just get on your own. Were you – were you less ready for that than you thought, or were you – I mean, I know it's a big adjustment no matter what, but when we talked before, you seemed like you were kind of ready for that. Was it a was it eye-opening when, when you had to make that move?
2: Yeah, it was eye-opening. I, like, I thought I was prepared at the moment because, like, the first, like, two, three weeks, I was, everything was smooth, smooth transition down. But as, like, months passed, like, I noticed, like, I was away from my family and I wasn't seeing them. So it
1: definitely took a toll on me. And admit it, you miss the cold weather, don't you? Oh, yeah. So, you know, you you go to Ohio State for the visit uh, against when they play Penn State on October 30th. After that, you take a couple weeks to chill. You then go to Ohio State again on the 20th, 21st against Michigan State. The next day, you travel to Notre Dame on your way home to Chicago. Just, you know, why was it important for you to make sure you went back to Notre Dame the next day?
2: Uh, it was all. It's always good catching back up with them. Like they're right next to the house. So like an hour and a, an hour and a half. The drive wasn't too uh, too much for me. And I had I didn't have uh anything going on. So I'm like, why not just go up there and uh, kick it with them again? And then I just brought some of my boys along with me.
1: As you do that, do you feel like the decision gets easier or harder, knowing that every single time? You visit one of the one of your schools, you go back and you visit another one. And so like it's almost like a, this constant push and pull. How does that help you get closer to a decision?
2: Uh I'm like definitely taking notes from it. Like I see how one school treats me there compared to the other, and then how they take care of the people around me too, also. So yeah, I think it's making like decision easier for me.
1: But I mean, obviously that the entire thing that in recruiting, there's a old adage that it's about comfort and relationships those are always the things that matter the most mm-hmm. i'm not going to ask you to put one relationship ahead of the other but what makes the relationship with tommy reese and notre dame unique and what makes the relationship with brian hartline and ohio state unique uh me and
2: reese been there. he's been there since i was a freshman in high school like walking in the halls when i was like like small skinny didn't get the weight room so yeah he's been there since day one and then uh, our relationship has been uh, great now. And then with Coach Hartline, he's great. Like, we talk almost, like, every day about anything, family, kids, how his kid's going, like, what he has for the weekend. So, yeah, his, our relationship is also great. We talk ball anything every day.
1: We're recording this show for people. This is the magic of the Internet. It's going to run a week later. But we're recording this show on Brian Hartline's birthday. Yes, sir. So did you text him a happy birthday today? And did he in any way indicate that the best birthday present you could give him would be for you just to commit?
2: Oh, yeah, we talked about that a lot. I t- I, yeah, I text him happy birthday. And then he always tells me that a uh, great uh, great uh, birthday present for him or his kids. Uh, it's me committing. You
1: know, obviously, he says that so- somewhat in jest. I mean, I don't think, you know, he's they're not a, a high pressure sales pitch over there at Ohio State. They can't they, you know, it's whenever you're ready, you're, you're ready. Where do you go from here with, with your recruitment, Carnell? I mean, you, again, we're now six weeks away from the date that you thought you were going to commit. Do you start formulating a plan of, like, okay, now I'm going to pick this day, or is it just whenever the mood hits? Because obviously you know you put up a deadline against yourself and all of a sudden you may not be yeah. ready for
2: it. Yeah, I know. Like, putting that it up, uh, like, it's, it's tough, like, trying to make a decision like quick as possible, but, like, from here I think I'm just – uh. Slow it down, like because we got the visits coming up where schools are off. Play, I'll uh see how that goes, and then from there, I'll make a uh, commitment from there of everything one, goes. The,
1: one of the things I think is really interesting about again, and I don't mean to exclude other schools, but majority of your visits to this point have been Ohio State, Notre Dame, so that's where a lot of the attention is. It seems like when you visited those schools, you were there with the same kids visiting at both spots almost all the time. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. there's Sonny Styles, there's Josh Padilla, there's Luke Montgomery. They're, it's like the same kids are, are at both visits. When you visited Ohio State for the Penn State game, Josh wasn't committed, Sonny wasn't committed. They both committed two weeks within the next two weeks. And then you come visit for the Michigan State game and they're now committed. How did they treat you differently for the Michigan State game and how did their messaging change?
2: Um, uh the Michigan State game was definitely tough. Uh, being with those kids, but it was all love. They were just—they just kept asking me, "What am I waiting on? What am I waiting on? And just come be a
1: Buckeye." Do, does it change the the relationship with them in some way? Like, even with Drake Bowen at Notre Dame, like, does it change the relationship when all of a sudden the conversation changes from, "Hey, what do you think about this place? Maybe we could be here together." To, "Okay, we're here now. Now, now it's your turn."
2: Uh, no, the relationship doesn't change at the end of the day they they want me to be there with them but they also know that like it's my decision is and they uh want what's best for me.
0: Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing chumba casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: What is your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner?
0: Oh,
2: definitely the food. Gotta go. I'm a dessert guy. I like the banana pudding.
1: So yeah, or so you yeah, gotta go super potato pie. Pot. Sweet. uh My favorite is, you know, that like chocolate silk pie, like it's almost like uh, pudding, but that's, that's the move right there. And you get that little chocolate shaving on top. Yeah. <laughs> so when do you get to Ohio state next? How does it happen? Is it a, is it a spur of the moment thing? Is it a, I want to visit for a bowl practice to see them live. I mean, how, how does it work?
2: Uh, at that moment, it's just like, if we're free, we'll be able to go. So yeah, I'm not like, trying to like have anything planned. So like,
1: i love to go up there if I'm able to, but then I also don't have any plans for those. I know the Penn State visit kind of happened last minute. The Michigan State visit happened because you were flying home from Florida to head, head to Chicago for the week for Thanksgiving. So it is funny. I mean, it, it's weird. You're a Midwest kid, but like everything you do has to rely on travel from far away. And that oh, yeah. makes it difficult. Is there one thing that you... And this will be the last question. Looking back over the last six months since your recruitment really blew up, is there one thing that you would do different now than say, you know, back in March or April, like the things you thought, how, the way you thought this was going to go that you would change?
2: Um, I, I'll say definitely like ask questions, more questions and i get to know that that coach more and then ask about their system.
1: I mean, it's it seems like such a simple thing, but a lot of kids, I think, in your position and, and in your situation think that the questions are just gonna get answered for you without asking. And then life is not that way, right? You gotta like if you want to know something, you need to ask. So
2: Yeah, yeah, also stability with the coaching stuff. Like like for instance, Dan, you got like Florida's coach, not to throw him under the bus, but then you also like with the coach leaving, you also can expect decommitments from that. Yeah.
1: We're right, I mean, Florida uh, on Sunday, you lose Dan Mullen, and then it's you know, then that every other coach on that staff is likely going to be gone too. So even if you have a good relationship with the receivers coach, there, there's all these moving parts, and and ultimately, I think that's why you end up having to decide on that relationship that means the most, and and, and the the system that fits you the best. So, lots of decisions ahead for you, sir, uh, and I appreciate you taking time to join us. I hope you've. Uh, Had a good week at home so far. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You too. That's Carnell Tate. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Birmingham. Jeremy Letterman. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. See you next time.
0: Plus.